as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris and Z. Interns because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And today we're going to be talking about, oh shit, what we are we talking about? We're talking about astrology. Astro- yeah, we're talking about like astrology and stuff. And the zodiac. Mm-hmm. From around the world. Woo! Pretty, pretty big on two places in the world, I think. I think we're, we're going to spend a lot of time on this episode talking about the Greco-Roman, obviously. Right, right, right. And the Chinese zodiac. Right, right, right. All right, now that we talked about it, see you later. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and don't forget to. No, like, like, <laughs> this is a celebration of Chinese New Year. Like, right. the, like, that's why we're typing this episode. Right. So let's just go complete 180 and talk about the Greco-Roman astrology. Excellent. Sounds great. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I got into astrology a few years ago. Just something that kind of interests me on Tumblr. that had a really big kind of community. Yeah. Especially, like, in the witch blur kind mm-hmm. of areas. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's become just, like, a little bit of a hobby. Obviously, I don't do this professionally. Yeah. But it's... In some it's, states, it's, you can't. It's just for funsies for me. But there, I feel like there's a lot of coincidences that you can't discount. Or at least I yeah. can't. Yeah. So I tend to lean a little bit more toward the believing side. You already know this, because I literally just told this to you like <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I'm going to put it this way. I do believe in astrology. I believe in it because it shouldn't work. Right. It, there's no there's no fucking reason why this should work at all whatsoever. Which makes it really likely in my head that the universe, who is actively out to kill us all, <laughs> decided to go, wouldn't it be funny if I made this work? Right. And I, I, that's what I believe in. I believe that the universe is going, there's no way that this should work at all whatsoever. So I'm going to make sure it lines up every single time. Right. Like that, that's what I believe. So, uh, because I'm a procrastinator, I did all my, or finished up all my research last night. Obviously, like I said, I've been doing this for a few years, but really like hammered down some of my notes last night. So I was discussing it with my person. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's a bunch of fooey. Mm-hmm. You know, he thinks it's, it's just. On the for, surface, for it should be. It right. really should be. I say that I don't really believe in it. You know, like I kind of am skeptical about it, but honestly, like a lot of it really does match up. It's very strange. Yeah. So I probably put a bit more into it. Than I should, or mm-hmm. like like from from the quote from from the office. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> right. So <laughs> don't um, let it ruin your day. Right. You know. Right. Don't, don't don't let it ruin your day. Yeah. Um. So I was discussing it with him last night, and he, you know, like I said, says it's a bunch of fooey. But I kind of kind of look at it like so the the moon controls like the tides and shit on our planet, which mm-hmm. can affect like. The revolution of the planet. Yeah. So if we're like 80% water. Yeah. Like why would it not have some kind of effect on us? Statistically, the ER has its busiest times during the full moon. Right. I definitely notice it at work like that. Uh, my person who also works with me, uh, same shift every, you know, everything. We yeah. work the exact same schedule. Says that he doesn't notice it and that he thinks that it just, it just is like a connections that we make. Like a false uh, correl- correlation, not yeah. causation kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's true. But I was going to say like, do you think that they did track it and at least for emergency room personnel mm-hmm. um, around the country, there is a statistical spike right. in more people coming in. Now, whether or not that's also a cultural thing because mm-hmm. people are more on. likely to go to the ER during the full moon Right, because they're already on edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Or if there's actually something to it. But yeah, my my mom, when she was doing rotations, was like... Like, oh, yeah, no, the full moons are the fucking worst <laughs> because that's when the crazy shit happens. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I think it's still funsies though to look mm-hmm. to look at. Like per- yeah, personal yeah. beliefs aside, I don't think you need to believe into astrology to get your natal chart done or right. to do look into it or anything. I still think it's just funsies. Probably the healthiest way to approach it is, hey, this is a fun hobby, right? And if you find like comfort in being like. Yeah, that's why he's acting like that. He's a Gemini. You know? Then, like, right. okay. Like, if it yeah. helps you move about your day better, right. then, like, leave it at that. But, like, don't don't let it ruin your day. Yeah. You know? Don't let it be like, oh, no, my horoscope said that I was going to have a bad day. Like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of times those are, like, written up really quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, in general, everybody has, like, their, their what's called the sun sign. And you probably just know it, like, as the sign. For right. people that aren't really into right. astrology, it's the time of year that you were born. Yes. So you and I mm-hmm. are Geminis. Yes, because we were born approximately the same, like, 30 day. Yes. I was born May 27th. Mm-hmm. And I was born June 11th. Right. And Macklemore is a Cancer, that sweet little poor baby, born July 12th. So, you know, some, we're all summer babies and mm-hmm. we're all moody and sad. Anyways. Uh- <laughs> Which is weird because I really don't like the summer. No? No, I don't. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And the podcast, folks, I'm I'm No, I'm doing this on my own. I don't need you. <laughs> I just, I don't like the heat. Okay. Yeah. I guess I can kind of get that. Yeah. I like, well, I mean, I'm also like, I'm built like a polar bear. So there's a part of like, I don't think polar bears really like Oklahoma summer either. You know. <laughs> just saying. Maybe I'd like summer better if I lived in like Iceland. <laughs> That's true. I, right. I I like being a Gemini only, well, not only, but like the big reason is because that means my birthday is kind of in the summer-ish. So one, pool parties. Two, that means I get presents at Christmas and I get presents six months later. Okay, we'll say that's so, fucking pretty Max, dope. like, yeah, yeah high five. Yeah, high five, there we go. That is, that, is, that is a very fun thing to experience. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be at school for your birthday either. So, okay, so in the natal chart, everybody has one. Mm-hmm. It is um, in, in the Greco-Roman astrology. Yeah. It is where the planets were and the sun was and the moon was in the sky over you at the time of your birth. So okay. somebody born in the exact same minute as you, like 3,000 miles away, is going to have a slightly different chart. Gotcha. Because it's then, literally what the sky looked like. Okay, gotcha. Right. And then somebody, you know, born 15 minutes after you is going to have a slightly different chart. Okay. So I'll go a little bit more into that specifically as we read yours. So what you need for your chart, I always just go like natal chart and then I go to astro.cafeastrology.com. That's kind of like, I think it's the first link that pulls up. It's one I've always used. It's pretty mm-hmm. user friendly. So what you'll do is you can you can put in your name and it lets you pick your pronouns, which is super cool. Nice. Your birth day, month, and year, and then the time that you were born. The time that you were born is important for your rising sign. If you can get it within about 15 minutes of your birth, that's best. It's not necessary, and there is an option to do an unknown time, so you can just skip the rising sign and get the rest of your chart if you don't know. We we did Eris's birth date and time and place and everything, yeah. and we've got her chart, and Eris is, as we as we knew, the a Gemini sun. Yeah. Your sun, it changes monthly. Obviously, everybody knows that. It's like that. the big outward one. I, right. Everything I learned about astrology, I think I learned from Z. <laughs> <laughs> and I just do this for a hobby. So if somebody does this professionally and I'm doing something wrong, please like comment or, you know, send us something. Let us know what's going on, like what it is that, yeah. that I got wrong. Because I, I, one, I super want to know, but two, also for everybody else to know too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're, you're like, you're into this. You're like, you want to be, be better at this. You're I like, do. no, please, I'm studying this. Right. Right. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so your sun is like the general ego about mm. you, your basic you, your fundamental qualities. It's how you act and express yourself. Mm-hmm. This is something that like just general acquaintances and your friends and fam- family see in you, which is a Gemini. Geminis are air signs. They're very kind of go with the flow, mm-hmm. bubbly, usually extroverted, not always, can fit in just about anywhere mm-hmm. because they, like I said, they're just so go with the flow. Yeah. So your moon is the your kind of your subconscious. It's your instincts, um, how you are emotionally, like your gut reaction to things. Okay. Uh, this is something that really only your close friends and family see in you. This is this okay. is what you are when you're the most comfortable and relaxed. How how you act. Gotcha. Um, and for you, Eris, it's a Sagittarius. Your your moon changes every. That's the centaur, right? Yes. Nice. The moon changes every two to three days. So somebody born two to three days after you is going to have a different moon. Okay. Sagittarius. I love Sagittarius. The Sagittarius and Geminis are sister signs, which means they're the exact opposite in the zodiac. (laughs) They are very stubborn. They're fire signs. So your gut reaction is probably what most people see outwardly because you're so just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So (laughs) there's that. It's just my years of acting (laughs) that keeps my poker face on (laughs) because I really want to leap across the table and strangle a motherfucker sometimes. (laughs) You know, they're also very adventurous. Um, They are kind of have to try all the new things. Right. Except for the things that actively scare me. I won't do this. (laughs) Yeah, you have boundaries and that's healthy. (laughs) Um, your, like, okay, so Sagittarius's and Virgos are, at least to me, probably the most adventurous, kind of, like, definition of wanderlust. Okay. Um, so there's that. So you probably are, are very inclined. Somebody is like, hey, there's this new dish I made. I don't even know the name of it, but do you want to try it? Oh, like, absolutely. I'm like, literally, I already have the napkin tucked in. And I'm right. like, give it to me. <laughs> I will always try new food. <laughs> okay, so, and then your Mercury changes every three to four weeks. Somebody born three weeks after you who might, you know, still be within the Gemini bracket is right. going to have a different Mercury than you. Gotcha. That kind of uh, houses, like, your communication, how you mm. reason through things, your thought process. Okay. So your moon is your gut reaction. Mercury, in relation to that, is how you make those decisions. Okay. So if your first reaction is to punch somebody and you have, like, a fire sign Mercury, you might punch that person. Yeah. <laughs> but for you, you have a Cancer Mercury. Cancer oh, okay. is a water sign. Water signs um, are very emotional. They uh-huh. feel things very deeply uh-huh. but surprisingly um they have a pretty hard surface so it's not what go what those emotions and what goes on happens underneath it's kind of like an unblemished like surface of the sea kind of thing okay so there might be you know like some sharks or some shit warring underneath but hmm. it's not going to be something that somebody on a boat on, above is, is gonna see yeah kind, kind of kind of kind of analogy i do make the joke that i'm 96 percent emotion at any given time which is why i cry so easily same <laughs> but at the same time like i cry at inconsequential things mm-hmm. because the things that really cut me i like i go on lockdown right and i'm like Nope, the force fields are down. You will get nothing from me. If I see a good movie, if I see a movie mm-hmm. that's like pretty, mm-hmm. like 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 they get together and like happily ever afters get me every single fucking time. And I'm right. just like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here and cry in the theater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this the the Mercury is something that everybody sees from me because it's how you communicate. Mm-hmm. So you are probably somebody that people feel really comfortable opening up to, but mm-hmm. you're probably not gonna reciprocate that unless there's somebody that is very very close to you. Your Venus is how you deal with love, um, attraction. It's how you yeah. define beauty. Most oftenly, it's associated with 
romantic love, but it's not exclusively romantic okay. love. It can also be how you deal with platonic love. Like, are you going to be, like, touchy-feely with your friends? Are you going to be always hugging on them, want to hold their hand, okay. even if you're in public, that kind of thing? Okay. And then defining beauty is kind of like, do you see, like, a mountain range? Like, um, I was doing my person's last night, and he's a Virgo Venus. So, like, he's the kind of kind of person that will see, like, on a road trip or something, see a mountain range and be like, wow, that's incredibly beautiful, and I'm so small compared to the rest of the world, whereas somebody who isn't might just be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh. But he would see kind of like yeah. that deeper because of, of his his Virgo. But mm-hmm. for you, you're a Gemini. <laughs> Again, Gem- <hooray. laughs> Right. So you probably find like fucking everything beautiful. You're like, those two boys are kissing. That's adorable. That little buddy is alone in a field and that's so beautiful. And oh my God. Do so- <laughs> you personally witness me get distracted by God, what was it? I mean, it was something on... I get distracted by literally everything. And I'm like, oh my God, look at that. That's so perfect. And I'm like, hold up, talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to look at this for a second. It's happening right now. So there's that. I just, uh, I love so many things. (laughs) So, okay. Gemini Venuses are going to be the kind who are kind of people pleasers almost in their relationship. They're going to be very much like, what can I do for you? What do you need? Can I get you something? Oh my God, I love you so much. But also like. I feel a little called out. Like. You're probably probably also the kind that's like, I'm going to make you dinner. And then like three hours later, you finally get on to making dinner. Okay, but that's called ADHD. And that's a mental illness. Well, Uh, Um, So, okay, right after that is, oh, oh, your Venus changes um, every four to five weeks. And then there's the Mars, which changes every six to seven weeks. Mm -hmm. And Mars is how you deal with aggression. It's sex, passion, how you approach competition, how you take action. Things that All you're, your you're active kind of things. Passionate okay. about, yes. Yeah. And that's uh, that's something that, like, your enemies see and your sexual partners see. Enemies isn't necessarily, like, if they approach me, I will punch them in the face. It could be, like, that you're playing a video game and in that moment, like, your quote-unquote enemy mm-hmm. is the video game. Because okay. that's, like, that's the thing that's How driving you. you ap- frustration right, or something like that. That's okay. what's challenging you. So it could yeah. also be, like, if you're picking up a game of one-on-one basketball with a friend, like, that friend... Is right, how your, you treat is your, your enemy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything that like gets the blood rolling. Right. Yeah. You know, right. For good or for ill. Okay. Yes. So for you, it's a cancer. Okay. Which is interesting. You're probably not. Every single time you say cancer, I picture the crowd going like crab, crab. I'm like, okay, no. Cancers are, I think cancers are pretty misunderstood. A lot of people think cancers are very whiny. Um, <laughs> Mac, who is a cancer, is like, thank you, vindication! <laughs> Captain um, Holt is a cancer. All right, got it. <laughs> Um, actually, probably, but yeah. anyways. No, I, I grew up with two cancers, so I have an idea. Because, like, on the surface, I'm like, quit you complaining. And then you're like, no, no, I think they're right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're, this, The fact that they got to complaining is that they're so utterly frustrated with this. Yeah. Probably, probably pretty understanding. You're probably the kind of person that when somebody comes at you aggressively, maybe because of your moon, it, your gut reaction is to be like, get the fuck out of my face. But when you step back, you might take a second to be like, okay, well, hold on a second. What's going on with them? Yeah. So then there's the Jupiter, which changes every 12 to 13 months. So somebody born in the same year as you is probably going to have a similar Jupiter. Mm-hmm. This is how you deal with luck, like pushing your luck. Last night for practice, I was reading my person's chart just to kind of make sure I had my juices rolling. Right. And I kept using the analogy, like when you're given an inch, um, how far do you take that mile? Okay. Um, okay. So this is this is kind of that one. It's, it's, a, it's your growth, how you deal with optimism. Um, okay, okay. How you form your values and deal with your values being challenged. It's kind of like your spirituality. Huh, okay. um, it's it's a it's a very deep one. 
Yeah. Uh, and this is something that people usually just a little bit older than you see. So personally, um, all my friends are usually about 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So this is probably what a lot of my friends are saying, that, which is the Jupiter and the Saturn. And those, those are things that people just a little bit older than you see in you. Mm-hmm. So for you, your Jupiter is an Aries. Um, okay. Aries are the start of the Greco-Roman um, zodiac. Okay. So they're all about beginnings. They're all about new things. Aries in general tend to pick up things and then just let them go after they kind of... It's very ADHD. Kind of, yeah. kind of the epitome of the ADHD in the in the zodiac. Yeah. Uh, not to say that they're not driven I mean, and can, that they always drop things. Look at my body language right now. Like, <laughs> I'm like literally like, like arms I'm crossed. Like, I'm like, like arms crossed and like holding myself <laughs> and like kind of hunched in. And I'm just like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because like, I, I mean, here's what I was thinking, how I start new creative endeavors mm-hmm. and like new projects, because like for me, especially being an artist, every project is like an opportunity right. either for, for finance or for whatever, like right. to further my own personal mm-hmm. like growth games. Yeah. <laughs> the, start new things. The very fun thing. <laughs> the follow through is not my strongest suit. I think one of the interesting things about um, Aries and Gemini, my my sister's in Aries, and we're constantly like, oh my God, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be so cool. Mm -hmm. And we get everything ready. And then we're like, but also I want a cookie. So let's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's super random. And like, we never get anything done together. (laughs) So this is probably what manifests in your your sun sign is the this Jupiter Aries Uh in you. Like I said, they're very about the beginnings of things. So you're probably the kind of person that you're given an inch. And before you can take that mile, you probably lose interest. (laughs) <laughs> um, so you probably, you probably seem pretty appreciative to most people. If mm. somebody's like, like, Hey, here, you can borrow $10. You're not, you're probably not the kind of person to come back and be like, Hey, can I borrow another $10? Oh, because yeah. you probably forgot that they lent you $10. <laughs> 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 um, so, so that one, there's I that. Mean... That one's, that one's fun. Um, after that there's Saturn, which is how you deal. This one is kind of the opposite to Jupiter almost. Okay. Um, kind of in a similar way that like uh, Venus and Mars are opposites to each other. Okay. So not that they're going to contradict each other, but you can see both sides of the coin. Okay. So whereas the Jupiter is your luck and your optimism and, and the fun kind of weird parts. Well, I guess I wouldn't necessarily say weird, but just kind of the fun parts. Saturn is like the structure, responsibility, okay. um, your work ethic. It's how you deal with limitations, your own limitations and limitations mm. that are set on you mm-hmm. um, and, and how your ambition man- manifests. Uh-huh. This is something that uh, seeing this, you can really kind of see where you're the most anxious and where you need to learn to take control mm-hmm. personally. This is, again, something that people a little bit older than you see and for you your saturn is a sagittarius which is a fire sign and i just love fire signs to death i love them so much sagittariuses are pretty stubborn when you get set to something probably in your work ethic you are the kind of person that's going to get it done if it's tasked to you you're like all right this is on me Mm -hmm. let's get this done Uh which does seem kind of contradictory to your to your aries jupiter which is very like drop everything uh-huh. As far as limitations, you probably don't take limitations. If somebody's like, you can't do that. Like, that's not something that you should really do. You're probably like, yeah. Oh, also, I don't know if you know this, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, so that's, that's kind of where that manifests out. Yeah. And the Saturn. It's like thirst or spite. Right. Those are the, my only two driving motivations. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you told um, me I can't do this? Bitch, I'm going to get done. <laughs> yeah. The Saturn changes every two to three years. So somebody okay. like two or three years older than you or younger than you okay. is going to have a different one. Yeah, window. Yeah. And then there's the Uranus or Uranus, um, which changes. <laughs> Anyways, it, it changes every seven years. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, this is something people much older than you tend to see. 
And these these next ones kind of come in, I, I like to think, like where the generational gaps come in. So okay. where like the millennials differ so much from the baby boomers is probably because like most millennials are going to have these same few signs. Yeah. Yeah. And then most millennial or baby boomers are going to have the same few signs. And because right, it, right. because like Uranus changes every seven years, Neptune every this 10 to 12 why... and Pluto every 12 to 15. This is like why all millennials are nihilistic. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Kind, yeah. Yeah. So the Uranus is your eccentricity. This is the weird sign. This is where you get your weirdness from. This is also how you deal with rebellion, um, deal with change. Kind of, this is what makes you unique and how you manifest your uniqueness. For you, it's it's again a Sagittarius. So you are again very stubborn, something that people see in you. You are also kind of the person who probably is unexpectedly rebellious in certain areas. Like it's, there's probably something that you really put your foot down on. And um, it kind of would surprise somebody like that's what you're that's the hill hill that you're picking. Not Mm. necessarily because it's a weird hill, but maybe just because it's not expected from you specifically based on everything else. Ah, okay. Hmm. Your Neptune is your dreams, intuition, imagination. It's also your delusions. So somebody with, uh, like, personally, like, I am the kind of person, like, my anxiety manifests in, like, almost a paranoia where Mm -hmm. I'm like, I said that thing and now they automatically hate me. Mm. And that's, like, I have a paranoid anxiety disorder anyways. That's that's separate. But this, that probably is where my my Neptune manifests. For Mm. other people, like my person, when he gets anxious, he's just like, I'm making the situation weird. And that's like his anxiety. But for me, it's a lot more extreme. And so that's where that kind of delusion sense comes in. Mm -hmm. For you, it's a Capricorn. Capricorns are... Goats. They are. They are. No, I'm just making sure I'm like... (laughs) That's the right one, right? <laughs> Capricorns are kind of, as, along with Leos, are kind of like seen as a little bit of the asshole signs. Um, I personally am not fans of Leos, which is very funny because my person is Leo. Um, I don't get along with most Leos. And that's mm-hmm. not the norm for Geminis. Geminis and Leos tend to like hype each other up a mm-hmm. lot. Um, yep. I've got several Leo friends, actually, yeah. Yeah, and I just I just don't like Leos. Like, yeah. I don't know why. I just don't. They're tempered by water signs, though, so. They, yeah, yeah. They're and they're, like, they're but, like Leos, but they're like chill. Right. They're like they're they're Capricorns, like Capricorns, yeah, yeah. yeah they they chill Leos. They're also they're also very hardworking. Kind of like if you were to give them one thing to say about them, it's probably workaholic. Just because once they're given a task, they're like, "This is the task. This is what we are doing." Kind of similar to to Virgos in that they can compartmentalize very very well. Hmm. So and that, that was the uh... that's your Neptune. So that's your dreams and intuition, your imagination and stuff. So okay. you probably have a pretty calculated way about approaching your imagination and ideas so like you're a writer okay so you're probably the kind of person that maybe leans a little bit maybe more toward plotter than pantser um or at least if you're like planter is me so -hmm. like that's the thing where you're like oh i have this idea which probably is the gemini yeah and then you might be like okay now that i have a little bit of the idea like where am i going from here and that mm. you probably have a little bit of that manifest, maybe mm. not exclusively in writing, maybe in other things. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like the delusions part of it, you probably don't have as paranoid of anxiety like I do. Yours uh-huh. is probably a lot more like, okay, shit, shit, Honestly, shit. Okay, where are we anxi- going from here? All I, like literally, um, like to get a little real here, almost all of my anxiety centers around how am I going to get this done? And that would absolutely make sense as a yeah. Capricorn. Because Capricorns are very it's, much it's, like, how are we going to get it's, this done? It's, I mean, like, as much as I have social anxiety, most of the anxiety that fucks me up the worst mm-hmm. is the, I have things I have to do and I don't have enough time to finish them. Or I can't, right. think, or, or I don't know how to, like, I don't have the skill to finish it or something like that's where right. That's where I get 
the worst. <laughs> and then there's Pluto, which mm-hmm. is uh, changes every twelve to fifteen years. Okay. Um, and this is a real generational. Yes. One. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this one is like how you deal with transformation. This is where your drive comes from. It's also how d- how you deal with secrets. Mm-hmm. And this this is where you can realize where you feel powerless and where you need to learn to let go. Okay. And this is something again that old older people people much older than you tend to tend to see. For you, it's a Scorpio, which is very normal for our. Uh, generation okay scorpios um will shut down as soon as they feel judged so you're Mm -hmm. probably the kind of person that doesn't take judgment well probably when you're in a competition if it's if it's a friendly competition you know that's something that you deal with through your mars but if it's something that is probably like if it's something that affects your job or affects your personal life your romantic life it's probably something that you shut down on pretty quickly it's also, like, how you deal with your secret. So if your secret is that, like, you snore, you're, oh. you're, like, it's going to be several months into your relationship before you tell the person that you're sleeping with, like, you're going to lay there awake, like, don't fucking fall asleep. Don't do it. Because you don't want to snore in front of them. But if that's not a thing, then that's not, if, yeah. you're, if you're not afraid of okay. snoring, then that's not how that would manifest. Right, it. yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last one but is. But, like, the, the, the almost, like, I would rather torture myself yes <laughs> let them find something out right yes yes and that's just like such a millennial thing <laughs> I, mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah i'm like uh, okay all right feeling so the very called out feeling a little scene <laughs> <laughs> the very last one the torture is almost over the very last one is rising which changes every 15 minutes and this is where the time comes into place okay so if you know the time uh, of your birth when you put in your chart this is this the one sign that it really kind of kind of affects the most Mm -hmm. and that's the public you that's your first impression kind of your habits and your style this is what people when you first introduce yourself in like a job interview or with a new group of friends or something this is what they're gonna see in you and for you it's a scorpio okay so you probably seem as a water sign you seem probably pretty friendly not necessarily closed off. You don't seem like the kind of person somebody's going to get to know very quickly, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not resting bitch face so much as it is like there's very clearly a wall. Okay. If that makes any kind of sense. Hmm. Um, Scorpios are also like, like, like kind of badasses. So this is no remind me again. This is, this is like strangers meeting me for the first yes. time. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, you seem like the kind of person somebody could open up to kind of similar to cancer. Not the kind of person that's going to open up to them though. Okay. Scorpios are like, they're badasses. So they're very <laughs> much like they can, they can take a hit. They can take criticism at least outwardly, inwardly. They like shut down and they're like whole, whole world is crumbling. Um, <laughs> but so you, you probably seem like the kind of person that knows your shit and like, you know, very confident when people uh-huh. first meet you. So. <laughs> And that's that. Let's go to commercial break. Hey guys, it's not Eris cutting in for the regularly commercial break. It's me, Z. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so first we would like to thank Packmill Photography. That's my mom. They're based in Coweta, Oklahoma, do personnel and personal photography. Sometimes she sets up some really fun photo shoots for aspiring models. It's lots of fun. You should totally check them out. Sometimes I'm there. Did a a Harry Potter themed wedding recently. It was super, super cool. And then we would also like to thank our producer, Macklemore Boyle, also known (laughs) as Mac Boyle. 
He's a super cool dude. He provides pizza and sometimes Chinese food. And he's super helpful and always gives advice. And that bitch is a cool bitch, even if he is a cancer. <laughs> also, we would like to thank uh, Party Now Apocalypse Later for hosting with us. And they've got some super cool shows. They did The Fourth Wall, which Eris and I got to do a couple of voices on. A couple. We did like half of them. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to be modest. <laughs> and, okay, I did like 12. Anyways. Right. Anyway. Nine. <laughs> um, Super cool show. Definitely two se- or two seasons out and a... And holi- a Christmas special? A Christmas special. And so, a book. And a book. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Anyways, just... They're thebomb.com. Go check them out. We'd also like to thank the listeners. You guys are super, super cool. You've stuck around for a second year, which kind of blew, blows our mind. Um, you guys come from all over the world, and we're just so excited every time we get our stats in and we can see who all is listening and where from, and we just want to hear from you guys. So if you have anything to say, if you want to tell us that we have weird voices, go for it. If you want to tell us that um, we have nice hair, even though you've never seen our hair, please do. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety, so that would help. Also, we have, coming out January 24th, it, we're going to have a new show. It is a Star Trek watch, rewatch, review kind of show um, with Macklemore and his lovely wife, Laura, and Eris and I. So you guys should definitely check that out. It's called and- The Holodeck is Broken. Oh, yes. That's important, too. It's called <laughs> The Holodeck is Broken. Yeah. <laughs> and now for the random fact of the day. I just learned this just a, I mean, just a week or so ago. So 5G is going to make weather very hard to predict. Uh, weathermen are already have have signed petitions warning the FCC about how this is going to literally make their jobs harder. In order to talk about this, we have to learn about waves. Um, so basically, like, so the FCC is in control of like who gets to use what radio signals, like in terms of what wa- wavelength that you can transmit stuff over. Mm-hmm. They auctioned off the 25 or the 25, the 24 gigahertz radio frequencies for 5G transmission, mm-hmm. like to do, to do the cellular service. Right. Unfortunately, that is very, very close to the 23.8 gigahertz frequency at which water vapor molecules vibrate. Oh, geez. And so all of weather is based on what water is doing in the air. Mm-hmm. That's literally how weather happens, how rain right. happens, how thunderstorms happen. Like how, you know, like it's based on us being able to measure what is the water doing Mm -hmm. in certain parts of the atmosphere? And so with the fact that the 24 gigahertz is perilously close to Mm 23.8, meteorologists are saying that their their satellites, their Doppler radar, stuff like that, the 5G is actively interfering with them Mm. because it's making our instruments, our, like, as in humanities, instruments hard to read because all we can do is pick up what the frequencies are doing. So we've got mm. some other cell phone frequency that we're picking up instead of what the water vapor is doing. It makes it very hard to tell what weather is doing. So, so yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. Living in Oklahoma, I don't know, maybe this is the way it is for everywhere else, but especially in Oklahoma, like the weatherman is always wrong. Like always. Mm. So like this is no new, nothing new for me. <laughs> like living, like I will always bring a jacket because the weatherman will always be wrong. Yeah. Well, the, what was really sad is that Oklahoma does have some of the best meteorologists because this is the hardest place in the world to predict weather because our weather changes so frequently. That's true. Um, Other places in the world, weathermen are very stable because mm. it's just like 
Yeah, weather doesn't change. It changes on, like, a three-week basis, so Mm -hmm. we see things coming out so early or whatever. But even so, like, in Oklahoma, like, we do have some pretty good prediction models and stuff like that. Um, They're already, like... Oh, no, this is good. Because, like, this is going to make hurricane tracking harder. Ah. Like, it's one thing for tornadoes. See, tornadoes happen on a split-second basis. It is true. But, like, tropical storms and stuff where you're used to seeing it a couple months ahead going, like, all right, right, this is going to happen, so you got two months to prepare or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. This is not going to happen. All right, way to go, FCC, fucking up hurricanes. (laughs) Now I can't enjoy a good hurricane anymore. I'm just, like, not sure. I'm like, you know what? My cell phone's very useful. Is it that useful? I kind of want to know when the hurricane's coming. Yeah. I'm just saying, I would give up my cell phone if it meant that I knew when hurricanes are going to kill me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, so that's your scary fact of the day. Back to the episode. Now, let's talk about, you know, the Zodiac of the Chinese. Okay. Chinese Zodiac is, it's actually based on, it's not the stars, it's more terrestrial. It's on chronology on the the year that you were born and then also the month, the day, and the hour mm-hmm. you were born. So similar is same to the Greco-Roman astrology, but it isn't based on, okay, well, what what was the night sky like? Right. Um, it is, however, based, it's a 12 cycle based off of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So essentially there is your, there's the year that you were born, which is your outer animal. Mm-hmm. It's the one that is the kind of like, similar to your sun sign. It's a, just the kind of basic overview mm-hmm. is what people tend <clears throat> to see. Then there's the month that you were born, which is your inner animal, mm-hmm. which is closer to what you actually are. There is your, here's the weird one. There's your day that you were born. Mm-hmm. That's your true animal, your true self. It's also incredibly hard to calculate. And I have yet to see anything online based on it. So it's one of those things that I'm kind of like, if I actually need to find it, I think I need to find someone. Like right. Like a feng shui. And right. Yeah. Like I, it, like, cause it's apparently very difficult to calculate because it's actually based on latitude and longitude. And then there is the hour that you were born which is what you the your secret animal. Mm-hmm. It's like you have your you have your outer self, mm-hmm. you have your inner self, and then you have the person that you really secretly are. Mm. <laughs> and so then so it's based all on on when you were born. That sounds a lot like what is probably most commonly done in the Greco-Roman zodiac. Other well, aside from just your sun sign, but your sun, moon and rising. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people use as just kind of the big parts of your your yeah. chart, which is like the the sun is the overall you, mm-hmm. you know, the moon is the secret you, and like yeah. things like that. So. Yeah, and also like fun fact, apparently this this one I did learn uh, just today in my research. But if a Chinese person asks you what your zodiac sign is, mm-hmm. that is both like hey, I want to know what your sign is, mm-hmm. but also a polite way of asking what your age is mm-hmm. because your first outer animal is based on the year that you were born. Mm-hmm. So if you say that, like, me personally, I'm a rabbit, mm-hmm. and so they know that I have to either be 32 or turning 33 or this or whatever. It's mm-hmm. all in 12 years. So it's right. like a very polite way of being like, how old are you? Right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's actually kind of deep. Yeah, I dig, I dig, I dig. <laughs> so you have your outer, which is based on the year. So you find the year that you were born. Like for me personally, I'm a rabbit. Also, you can find what elemental sign you are. So the elemental signs go in two year rotations. So mm-hmm. you have two years as metal and then two years as fire and then two years as wood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm a fire rabbit. So Ooh. I'm like very passionate or mm-hmm. whatever. But the my inner animal, the month, I am a horse. 
So I'm like hardworking. You're a horse girl? I'm basically a horse girl. (laughs) But secretly, I'm a rooster. Wow, you cack. (laughs) Pretty much a little bit. Yeah, I've always kind of believed that I'm right. right. <laughs> I'm super stubborn and I believe in that. I'm, which we're, okay, so I'm also on the cusp, though, of monkey and rooster, which I also feel is really fitting, too, because mm. monkeys are, like, super smart but super mischievous. Right. <laughs> Let's see if I can do you really quick, because I know okay. when you were born. <laughs> yeah, we didn't okay. do my, my uh, Greco-Roban zodiac, so this will be interesting. <laughs> So, um, so I have to admit, I'm not great at the elemental signs. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily like Z studies astrology for funsies, for funsies. <laughs> but you, you, you put effort into this mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. This is like once a year around around the new year, the new right. lunar year. Right. I'm like, I'll look it up again. Right. <laughs> so, like, I don't have as much time put into this, but I do know that you're a wood dog oh they are these people are loyal courageous <gasps> warm responsible smart and realistic i'm reading that right off of the wiki how oh bitch <laughs> um you, you inspire confidence in others you also can have like a lack of civility oh bitch that's accurate and, uh, that's, but, yo mac yeah. you put those eyes back in your head you stop that <laughs> no no uh, yeah um Okay, but, okay, so, but the month that you were born, it's snake. So mm-hmm. you're, like, you're closer to snake. So charming and skilled at communication. That makes sense. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, all right, you're, all right. you tend to be very, like, mo- very moral person, mm-hmm. full of, like, Ugh. wisdom. <laughs> um, I'm a moral person. That's hilarious. Well, you have strong morals, basically. I know, I know, but it's just, I, okay, standing rock. Right? <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, sorry. But snakes also tend to be jealous and suspicious. That's true. I would would honestly say that if I had, well, I don't know though, because, well, we see what, we see what happened was. Okay, but here's the kicker, because I feel like this one's very There's a kick. there's another kicker? Your secret animal, Mm -hmm. like your, your true, your, what you truly are. I feel like we should lean in for this, my, my my secret animal. Is a monkey. Ah, I like a monkey. clever, you know, like quick-witted and stuff, talented problem solvers, but you're also mischievous and selfish. Well, you see... You see what happened was. <laughs> right. Like, that's really funny that you say that, though, because, like, while we're sitting here talking about it, I was like, I like talking about me. And then you're like, and you're a little selfish. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. So, okay. And what, what are the elements ones again? Just real quick before we have to close there out. There is... So there's five elements. And I think that's really, it's off of your year mm-hmm. because it is, to find it, it is based off of, like, if you were born. Also, like, this year is the year of the metal rap because it's-, it's Which is a, just so hardcore. Right? Like, it sounds so amazing. Like, please have children so they can be like, I'm a metal rap rap! <laughs> okay, but that's a thing that actually happens is that, like, especially people in China, like, there is right. a, a big culture of- I want to have a dragon baby. Mm-hmm. So you literally wait and try to get pregnant so you would give birth during a certain year. That's essentially. Hilarious. So if the year ends in zero or one, it's mm-hmm. metal. Two or three is water. Four or five is wood. Six or seven is fire. And eight and nine is earth. All and right. Then just, and then it goes back to, you know, So metal. there's no air? Not in the Asian. Well. Yeah. My Gemini feels a little left out. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually probably closer to wood. Yeah. Which would make sense. So that's very cool. That's very cool. I dig. I dig. I dig. I dig. I dig. So yeah, this real quick, very brief overview of the Chinese zodiac. I feel like we spent the whole time fucking around with Greek Roman astrology, <laughs> and if that just isn't a Gemini thing, I don't know what is. So. <laughs>
Yeah. And it's okay. You're just very excitable because you're a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yep. Just, I guess just real quick, since I did t- kind of you guys, is, um, my Greco-Robin Zodiac or whatever mm-hmm. is, um, I'm a Gemini sun and a Capricorn moon, which is probably why I have so many projects that I do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a Libra rising. So those are, those yeah. are the big three that people usually ask for and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just just so that I'm included. Also because I guess I'm a snake and I'm a selfish bitch. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, snakes are also intelligent. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. Well, that was fun. I don't know. If you guys have any comments about astrology in general or, I mean, I wouldn't say questions because I'm not, I don't know. I'm still kind of like a baby astrology witch. There's like calculators you can just Google yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. that's, that sounds so fucking rude to say. But, <laughs> I mean, like, we can do the calculations for you, or you can literally take the, I mean, it, yeah. w- it would take literally ten times as long for us to do it for you. And this this stuff is super easy. Like I said, I did, like, uh, astro.cafe astrology or whatever, mm-hmm. and Eris, like, looked that stuff up on the WikiHow. <laughs> WikiHow is a really great, there's also it's, Travel China, or something. Mm-hmm. it's a travel site, but it's actually a very in-depth uh, Chinese astrology, or uh, zodiac sign right. right there, yeah. So this is something you guys absolutely can do on your own. You don't need anybody super special to, to kind of get in depth on it. Obviously, there are people that are experts in this that can give you oh, even yeah. better advice than what you can find on the internet. But if it's just something kind of offhand that you're wanting to look into, mm-hmm. absolutely something you can do on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's free. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our episode. All right. Catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to. Like, 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 like. And subscribe to As The Myth Turns on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And email us at asthemythturns at gmail.com. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetech.com.